Oh no, now the knee. Oh, well, that was that. Manu, what's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. Manu set up a throw for Bobrovsky. It's the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. Oh. And then just <laughs> takes off. Oh, what a beauty. So. You pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end, or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a trial. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Super Ghost Tragics Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, coach of Badonkadonk. Much larger panel tonight, so we'll start with you, Roscoe, mate. Welcome back. Long time no see, mate. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a busy uh, couple of weeks with working. Um... All these trade expos and moving into a new place, so it's been uh, been a bit crazy. But I'm back, and it's good to be back on with you guys. It's been about three or four weeks, so <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, when life gets in the way, mate, how did your super coach score suffer? Um, it was okay. I had a fair thirteen. I got like nine eighty or something. I think it was, which is not too bad. I still lost about probably five hundred spots. Um. So not too bad. Still sitting around about 1,800. Um, so I'm pretty happy, but I'm going to take a massive hit this week, unfortunately, with players not being named and players injured. So, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, fun times. Uh, I'm back again this week with us. We've got Timmy O, mate. Timmy, um, how was your week last week, mate? Yeah, boys, I had a really good week, actually. Uh, 16 players had an 11.20. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty stoked with that. It, um Hasn't quite got me back to where I was three or four weeks ago, but I'm getting closer. So I'm sitting uh, around three and a half K now. So I went up 6,000 spots for the week. So pretty stoked. Um, at this stage, I think I've got 18 for this week before trades and still looking really good for the rest of the buys. So yeah, buy planning's paid off really well. Awesome, mate. Will work. Um, and last but not least, of course, um, as per usual, we have Glenn, mate. Uh, how was your week, mate? Yeah, I only had 12 play mate. I only used the two. I got uh, 860. I dropped to a K, 6K. But I, just saying, Timmy's, I like, you know how I do all the scores for the Andrew Johns Cup. I'm only 90 points behind 3K, and I'm only 150, I think it is, behind, I think it was two or one, 1,500. Mm-hmm. So it's not that far off the running, and I, I'm really set to go forward. So I'm, hopefully things play better for me now. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, yeah. Well, me, you and me too, mate. I know I've had a pretty good run, but... Gone, got red arrows myself the last two weeks. Um, but I'm seeing the out at 398, so um, not too bad. Still, still can't complain about that position. No, that's that terrible, mate. Um, well, you know what, but you yeah, know, you know, do you know what your total score is there, Dan? Just to put things in perspective, I always look at the rank, mate. I just look at the rank. I don't care about total score. I'm, I'm, I'm too good for that. Um, <laughs> uh, um <laughs> yeah, but like. I got an 895. Um, I'll get my total score up soon, mate. But yeah, 895 and lost about 150 spots, so 130 spots. So I can't really complain too much. Um, but I had 13 players and some quite average ones in there, unfortunately. But uh, my total score, mate, is 15,211. So, um, yeah, but I've got um, 17 players this week. I was hoping to have 18, but I haven't made any trades at this point. But I'm mucking around with a few ideas, so. Uh, all right. Uh, before we start with the um, week's round, let's um, start looking at the overall group. So we have a new leader. So first uh, of the trade tradex overall group is here come the Bears. He was in second last week and he's taking the lead. So what on Glenn? Yeah. Uh, and second, uh, he lost his throne. Old mate Anthony, but still not far behind. So 
anything can happen, guys. All right, let's get to it. So, uh, game one, uh, Tigers versus Canberra. I'll start with you, Roscoe, mate. Um, being a Tigers fan, you had a few uh, thoughts on this game yourself? Yeah, I think there's a couple options here. I mean, the Tigers have got a pretty tough draw coming up, but there's some forwards I really like in this game. I think um, Bateman's a serious option at a good price, and even IPAP at about five sixty k as well. But the one I want to mention, who's the PPM beast, and he's now starting this week, is Fonay Pol. He's starting lock this week. Joe Uppengal is gone. He has a decent PPM of over one. Um, and I think he could be another option for those who are looking for something a little bit cheaper. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people trading Buller. I don't like it just for the fact that I think he's probably close to peaking now and he's got the tough draw coming up, even though they do play Melbourne. They depleted Melbourne in, I think, round 16. But um, I think... You know, we're talking people talking about trading like Trell and guys like that to Buller. I just don't like that trade at all. Um, other than that, uh, for the Raiders, yeah, there's not much there, is there? Crow has been rested this week, which doesn't help those trying to have a 17 for this week. Um, other than that, there's probably not a bad couple of options there. Hudson Young struggling nicely. Hallsborough had another massive game with a 99, so obviously he's a potential option too. I think he's highly traded in this week as well. Yeah, horse has been good to me. He's one of my only saving graces from last week. So, unfortunately, I didn't captain him, though. So, um, but no, I like horse. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Polo. Um, I brought him in in a draft about three weeks ago. He got named to start three weeks ago for one game. And I was like, I needed a band-aid fix a few buy players out. Brought in Polo, and he's just been, when he gets those minutes, he plays score some good points. Um, and for that price, he's hitting that nice and cheap. I reckon he's definitely a sneaky little option. But I, like I said before, he was named three weeks ago uh, at lock. And then he gets dropped again, and they just keep rotating that forward pack a little bit. So I'm really um, concerned about how they're going to move forward with that. So I'm on the long-lived um, positional change. Yeah, well, they've got Seafarth coming on the bench to replace him. So I don't know if he'll play some front row or whether IPAP will move to the front low or what they'll do. And I'm not sure how they'll do the rotations on that one. Yeah, something that's going to be a surprise for Brian, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anything well, else? With, the, with the Raiders... Uh, interested to hear your thoughts on um, the big horse versus uh, Tapanay. Like they're both now about uh, horses six nineteen. I think Tapanay's six ten or somewhere thereabouts. Similar price. Obviously, both got the jewel. If you're only going one, which one do you go for? I wouldn't be asking me, mate. I actually own both of them. I so. think I think horse just for the fact that Tapanay played extra minutes on the weekend with the injuries to CHN and also. Um, at a, I don't know what he's how you pronounce his last name. Um, because Tarpany, I think, played 68 minutes on the weekend, which is very high up on his usual average of about 50. Um, horse is going to get you 80. So I think, despite the fact they're both dual, I think, you know, horse has got the attacking stats too, I think, as well against Tarpany. So for me, I think it's a horse. Yeah, it's weird. He's been this, like, he's been like last year's Tarpany horse, I noticed. He's only yeah. getting those solid minutes. He's, I'm doing a pretty good job. He, oh, I got him in ages ago, and he's been doing good for me since. So mm. awesome. Um, Glenn, mate, anything else, mate? Yeah, very quickly. So Stafford Toa, if you're looking to make a bit of money, he's got a minus 29 break even. I don't hate that buy. There's a few people looking at him. Uh, David Norfoluma, if you're looking for a pod. Mm. And the question on Tarpany and Horse, I'd be holding both, uh, at least mm. until Hass and that are due back. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I, I like Horse, though, better as Ross 
Ross pointed out. That's pretty much it. The rest of they covered. Yeah, I agree. Um, you, you covered what I was going to say about pole. Yeah, I, I think I'm um, very reluctant to do that one. I think um horse. I got horse Tarpe and Hass. So I'm sitting in a pretty spot there as and well. So. too, have you? And AFB, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're, they're mixing around in the second row, front row, back and forth. So yeah, you're on the wrong pod, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll go to you, Timmy, for that game number two, mate. New Zealand versus the Dolphins, mate. Anything in this game strike your fancy? Uh, look, I think it's actually going to be a decent game of footy. Um, the Dolphins have been playing really, really well. And um, and the, the Warriors at home, they're always hard to beat over there. So it's um, I know they the Broncos got the chocolates last weekend, which I was uh, actually quite surprised at as a Broncos member. Um, I actually tipped the Warriors. So, uh, yeah, sucks to be me. But, um, yeah, look, I, I think this will be a decent game. Um the Dolphins just seem to have so many options, which is um, just so different to what we thought they were all going to be this season. I brought in Asako last round. Um, and I actually went Teddy to Asako, so uh, jury's still out on that one, but I'm pretty happy after VCing Asako and then looping him. Um, I've also got uh, Connolly Lemuel, who and actually been really happy with him. He he had 120 a couple of weeks ago or three weeks ago, and um yeah, so he's now sitting just under 650K. He actually lost some coin last weekend, I think, from memory. Um, but, yeah, look, I've, I've, he's been really handy. I've had him and Jack Burden just been flicking between the two from second row to centre wing, and it's been a really solid play so far. Uh, however, I think I've got to sell Jack Bird this week, so Lord knows what I'm going to do there. Yeah, but, um, look, the, as far as the Warriors go, look, Dan, you've done well by getting on AFB. It's one that I really kicked myself about uh, about five or six weeks ago and one of those ones where you could have zigged and, and I zagged. So, unfortunately, I've missed the train there. I went on Jackson Ford. I brought in Tohu Harris last week for Payne Haas. Um, so, yeah, again, it's a, it's a long-term play and see how that goes. I think Haas will probably miss some time over Origin over this next five weeks. So, um Hopefully Harris can stay fit and stay on the field. Yeah, a bit nerve wracking. I know it's an origin and stuff, but like I'm more nerve wracking about a slight little ankle injury he's holding as well. Does that can continue on into his club form as well? You never know. Mm. So he's a bit nerve wracking as an owner there. Um, Glenn, mate, anything else we missed, mate? Uh, nothing to buy. There's a couple to sell. So I missed one in the last game, which is Tomoko. I'd be looking to sell now. I think with his break even, he's a sell. And I think Jackson Ford's a sell now, given the fact that. Barnett and, and Walker are now back in onto the bench. Um, and just for those that don't know, none of the um, Origin players for the Dolphins are backing up, which means that if you've got Newcastle, Eels and Manly and Dolphins, you're in a whole lot of froth and bubble. Uh, that'd be me. Because <laughs> 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 the old croaker has been rested and so's Hammer. <laughs> oh, the, the other one I have got I've obviously still got Izzy Katoa in my 5'8 and unfortunately I've got to play him this week because I've got Dylan Brown as my other 5'8 so Same with it's, me. Uh, it, it's not super pretty but uh, it's, uh, he's going to be a number for me this week at least and he'll probably uh, stick around for one more week I don't hate the matchup either for them this week against, um, against the, uh, the Warriors either but I think when they get all their players back from Origin next week, I really think that Katawa's going to drop it out. So I think he's going to be a sell next week for sure, Katawa. Especially with the fire coming up as well. Yeah, I think it's yeah. interesting too that there is actually a fair few Kiwis in that Dolphin side. So it's um it's going to be a little bit of a homecoming in some ways for a lot of their players. So it, it will be interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm in the same boat. I've got Katawa. I've got plenty of money in the bank though. So I was had a 
crazy idea to go Katara out and um and uh bring in Cody Walker, um, which would have been very nice. But I also don't want to be trading a number for this round for another number for this round. It feels like I know it's an upgrade, but I don't want to kind of feel like I'm wasting a trade there. Yeah. All righty. Uh, next game, Roscoe Gold Coast Titans versus South Sydney, mate. What do you got looking at here? Well, yeah, not much here. I mean, I'm. Campbell Graham's obviously been named to play. God hope he plays because he let me down last week. Um, and obviously Latrell's out as well. So I think if you've got Latrell, he's a sell. Um, I think not only the fact with his injury, but he's got, you know, if he goes back into origin, even round 16, he's out there. And he's out round 19 if he's in there too. So, you know, he's missing four, four of the next whatever many games. Um, other than that, for the Titans, I mean... Hopefully, for Fafita backs up. I've got him, uh, as most others do. Um, I think he's a genuine VC option for this game, too, if he plays as well, especially if he starts. Um, other than that, you know, AKP, I see he's back into the team. Brian Kelly's been shafted um, for those that have held him. So, I think that's a good matchup for him, too. Um, and then, obviously, Kenna comes back into the team. Milne's been dropped as well. So... It's an interesting one because, you know, Thompson's been killing it in reserve grade but hasn't been able to get that spot off Milne. But now I see this week that Thompson's not named in the New South Wales Cup. So there's not really anyone I'd like to buy this week for either of those two teams, to be honest with you. I mean, Cody's an option, but South Shore starts to get a bit tougher in the next few weeks too, even though he's fixed to proof at the moment. He's scoring some good scores against some of the big teams as well. So... But he's also getting very expensive too. Yeah, um, I will say one thing. Uh, there's a player here that I'm eyeing off. Um, I'm very, very seriously looking at in this game, and that's Killer Kuala Matangi. Um, yeah, he was going to mention him too. Yeah, because I've got, I got, I got goals <laughs> that um, got Jeffy from Cowboys, and now he's on the bench there, getting like thirty, well, getting like fifty minutes now. I'm not getting very many points. Um, going him to killer that makes my second row look almost completed. Um, so and I, that means that unfortunately I got like everyone saying that Excel forward. I got too many problems. I got guys yeah. that's doing terrible things, and then I got Latrell and Ponger at fullback. So I feel like uh, I might just keep four. He's not going to break any. No, you're going to get the worst score. He'll be my AA this week. Um, but I love Kawamatangi. I think he's a very serious option there. Yeah, I was looking at him last week as a pod, but he was very expensive with a high break even. So I figured I'd just wait. I think, I think for me, Peachy up to Kato, um, Colin Matangi is going to be a great trade in a couple of weeks with Targo named on the extended bench mm. for the Panthers this week. But I'll hold him because if they're playing the bye round sixteen, he'll probably get a game there. You know, he might play in the set, in the centres or and they shift. I don't know what's going to happen there because obviously Critter might be still out again for Origin. I'll have to hold out um, mm. as well. But the Cowboys. Is, like you with Dan with Goss too. I'm in the jet ski. Like they've named all their Origin players on extended bench, and Nanai's back this week as well. So I hate it. I hate this because <laughs> you just don't know who's going to play. You may not even know until an hour before each game. Yeah, Cowboys are notorious as hell for naming all. They did their it last parties. year. I'm pretty sure yeah. they did it last year too. I'm pretty sure Panthers are one of the other notorious ones for naming their players on the bench. Um, like Cleary and Luo and on the bench last year, but this the year they named him to and start. And the dogs did it too. The dogs yeah. did it with Pango Jr. and uh, uh, Ado Car there on the extended bench too. Yeah, gotta love the round fourteen mind game. Oh, so uh, I hope we can avoid any issues there. Glenn, mate, anything else? 
No, the only one I was going to say was Killer Mate. Mm. I, um, he doesn't play 16, but he does play 19. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd send him one. Yeah, awesome. The only other one I'd look at is uh, Junior Totola. I think he's about mid 400s, early early 400s, mid 400s. If you're looking for a cheap downgrade, he's obviously got pedigree. He played really well last year and went on a really good run last season. So if you're looking for uh, front row stocks, he'd be one I'd be keeping an eye on. Not necessarily bring in straight away, but he'd be one I'd be keeping an eye on. Just keep check out his minutes and uh, see if there's a a bit of an increase in a in work rate or minutes in there somewhere. So keep him on your watch list. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, Timmy, mate. Cronulla versus the Broncos, mate. Uh, I know the Cronulla have some pretty good players that are up for grabs. Uh, what are your thoughts there, mate? Yeah, look, this is going to be an interesting game. I really want to see. I mean, I know the teams that have been named, but I want to see which teams are actually finishing the final 17, which players finish the final 17 for both teams. So this will be an interesting game. Um, I think if Payne Haas plays, we give it a really good crack. If he doesn't, then maybe we fall just short. Obviously, the, the boys showed plenty of ticker last week against the Warriors, and I was really impressed with how they did play. As for the Sharks, yeah, look, you could throw a net over just about any of them in the 17, and they'd look pretty good in your super coach team, especially as they played the, the next two big boys. Um, you guys already mentioned Talakai earlier. Um, I've been pretty keen on Britain Nakora for most of the season. I just haven't managed to get there. I'm interested to know if Teague Wilton is going to start to hit an uptick again with this good run that they've got coming up. Teague is obviously a much cheaper option to Nakora at the moment, and Teague was outscoring him for earlier in the season. So uh, both of those guys are, are guys that I really want to get into my side at some stage in the near future, and um, yeah, probably sooner rather than later. Nico Hines, obviously, for people that uh, sold him last week, which was a fair few, I'm hoping to God he comes back after maybe playing 15, 20 minutes in origin and absolutely bites him on the ass for selling him. Uh, the, the the tough part then is obviously people have got to find the best part of a million bucks to try and get him back in. So um, I think that was a silly move on a lot of people's behalf. I th- it was something crazy, like 5,000 people sold him. So that was bonkers. Um yeah, look, I, I think the Sharks, will, even if Nico doesn't play, they've obviously got plenty of uh, extra backup there in, in Trindle and Connor Tracy that, that that can play in the halves if they need to. And, um, yeah, so I think Roscoe had – you brought in Palacia initially and uh, and hoping he gets some points. He actually played really well last night, week, was quite impressed. He looked so, good. He, he looked good. I said I didn't catch much footy on the weekend because I was moving, but he looked he looked really good from that game. Um I'm surprised that he didn't get the bench spot, but if you know, obviously passes out, he'll probably come in, but it doesn't help me for numbers because then I lose one, but then I gain one, so it mm. doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really help. But um, yeah, look, Sharks, geez, you can go anywhere in that back line, including Kennedy as well. Um, mm. I think even Roy Tunt could be a sneaky pot as well for something a bit cheaper as well, maybe too. I yeah, there's just so much there you could go. Like honestly, there really is. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how many of these Broncos players back up as well. I really like Kennedy. Um, he's an option for me this week. And I think at some stage over the next two weeks, I'll be going either him or Dylan Edwards and basically hold him more than likely as my second fullback till the end. Uh, I've just got to have a bit of a play with the draw and try and work out which one's... Which yeah, one's so, so Kennedy's 100k cheaper and definitely has mm. a better draw. There's no doubt about that. Plays the 16, plays the 19. Uh, whereas um, Edwards will play the 16, but not the 19. Mm. I had a look at the draw, and I think I think Kennedy's got the better draw, but I think, is it worth the extra 100K? I don't know. I mean, Edwards is probably in a 
more of a higher ceiling team, I think, because the Sharks can be ultra inconsistent. We've seen that. Like, they can go missing in second halves. They're the highest the scoring side, the Sharks, and the Eels the second. They, um, <laughs> just thought I'd throw that in there. That's okay, Glenn. That's all right. <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying is that the Panthers tend to play more 80-minute games than the Sharks. The, the, the Panthers are actually giving out better super coach points per player. Mm. So yeah. that helps. Yeah. Okay, can I just say something quickly? So it's important for our viewers to know everything's been said. I agree uh, on the back line. Anyone in the back line is a, is a good buy. But the Eels, the Tigers, the Sharks and the Dogs play round 16 and round 19. So if you're sort of leaning between an Edwards and a Kennedy, keep that in mind if you want numbers for 16 and 19, that Sharks do play both those major uh, buy, um, buys. But they do have a buy in between. I um, mm. can't remember which round it is, but just that's the only thing I need to say. <laughs> Yeah. Um. One thing I you did mention before about Royce Hunt and about being a pod. I one thing I'm totally against is if I'm going to get a pod, I'm not getting a pod in the front row unless he's like a ceiling front rower. Yeah. Um. Because it, what the point of a pod is a player point of difference, and if he's getting at sixty, which is great score for a front, is that really going to make a big difference against your head to head or against overall? Not really. Your point of difference. Do you really want to try to get that? I don't know the guy that can get the one twenty plus, I reckon. But Royce Hunt, if you're look got someone and you got a bit of cash and you have someone like a Pele, like something like that, that you want to bugger off and get someone safe, I like that option. Alrighty, um, let's have a look. Let's go uh, next game. Uh, Roscoe, mate, Sydney versus Bulldogs, mate. Um, thoughts here, mate? Oh, cheese. <laughs> He's, he's going to win this one. This, this could be a scrap fest or it could be, I don't know what it's going to be. I'm going to see about, it's going to be like 40 to 42. Oh, mate. <laughs> God. Uh, well, obviously, Radley, Radley's obviously out suspended again. So, <laughs> Nat Butcher, I think, starting for him. Um, would I buy anyone in the Roosters this week? Probably not. Do Is there players that I'm watching? There is. Obviously, Teddy's going to be a watch after Origin. I think um, Joey Manu now he's got... Um, his dual position is definitely one to watch. Um, for the dogs, uh, God, there's not much there except for Karaz. Here's Karaz yeah. is an option. I think he's only like 450k too. Absolute steal. Plays the 16, plays the 19 as well. Um, there's not really much else there, I don't think, for the dogs. I mean, Burton could be a sneaky pod in a few weeks' time, possibly. Um, I don't think it's a play yet, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. There's not really much else there that I like for either of those two teams. Yeah, I'm just going to look, having a quick look now at the draw because I was looking at Karaz as well. And I think he's a definite option. Uh, looking at the draw, so Bulldogs don't have the. I know they got they play the buy rounds, but they got a pretty rough draw. I'm pretty sure from memory. So we've got Parramatta next week. Then we've got um, the Sharks who've been defending reasonably well as it maybe second half, and then in round 17 um, they got a buy. Round 18, they are up against the Knights. Yeah, so maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was thinking of someone else. And the, South Sydney and the, good thing about, the good thing about him is he has a solid base. So even yeah. if he doesn't score a try, you still get your 50 at least. So at 450k, I don't think you can go wrong, to be honest with you. Oh, no, honestly, he's at that. He, I had him at the start of the year and he was so good to own. Uh, and then he went down. I had to get rid of him, unfortunately. But um, yeah, he's definitely a player that I'd love to have back in my team. So, But the draw wasn't as bad as I thought because those teams are. Like, I know the Sharks are reasonable, but they can leak points in second halves. And then you've got Parramatta, who who knows what team's turning up. Uh, they could beat Penrith one week and then get beaten by the Tigers the next week. Mm-hmm. So, um, you never know. Uh, and then, yeah, you've got other public players. They've got, they've got the one buy, really, between now and the next buy round. So, pretty good option there. I like that a lot. 
Anything else, Glenn? Uh, players to watch. So Satili's been named at lock. So I'll be watching how that rotation moves. Something in my gut tells me Butcher goes to lock and Angus Crichton. So Angus Crichton's the other one I'll be watching. Mm. Both these pl- sides play round 16. But if you don't name Jacob Preston, he's getting 50s and 60s for fun. Anytime he gets an attacking stat, uh, he'll go well. So if you don't name Preston, he's one I'd be jumping on. Karaz I do like, but I, I, I'm leaning to Stafford Tower based on points per dollar, um, break even and draw. Tigers have got Titans. They do play Storm in round 16, but uh, that's a depleted Storm. But that's pretty much it, mate. But the Storm, uh, aren't the Storm only missing like two players to origin now, though? But everyone's gone to... Aren't they only missing Harry Green and um, who's the other one? Monster. Monster's not all they're missing. Well, when I did make all these things, I had the belief that at least Katoa was going to be out as well, but he's not. Yeah, really. so they're, they're not really depleted as they used to be, is what I'm saying. You know, they yeah, used yeah. to be really depleted, that team. One player to caution people on is that people are, are looking at Junior Pargo on the wing for the Roosters. They've got Tupo um, on the extended bench and mm. Pitania, um, you know, he's not far off coming back into that side, if not this round even. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I want to add about this game is um, someone we haven't mentioned who I think is going to go nuts is uh, Joey Manu at 5 eight when he's back. So, yeah, um, I've got him in my team. I hold on to him and I'm hoping he repays the favour. So, um, yeah, me too. really hoping he has a good for me. Um, all right, Timmy, mate. Uh, Cowboys versus the Storm, mate. Um, like, this, anything can happen here as well. I think the Storm should have a lot of their players back. Cowboys could get beaten by... Well, they get beaten by 66 points against um, Tigers. I'm sure the, uh, Melbourne could put on another 100. Yeah, look, it's um, it's a it's a game of the two Queensland teams, isn't it? It's, uh, <laughs> I'm sure Melbourne's just out past Stanthorpe somewhere down near... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, look, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I've got a sneaky suspicion. I, I'm not going to say an upset, but I think this game could end up being closer than than people think. I think the, uh, the Cowboys, Lord knows what's going to turn up, but I think uh, against the Storm, they're probably going to have a decent crack at it. Um, look, how, how good is, is Josh Drinkwater being playing? Like, he's, you, he's mean been Scott, drink, you, mean Scott, you mean Scott Drinkwater? What did I just say? Josh. <laughs> oh, I think I said Scott. But, but yeah, anyway, so Scott Drinkwater. <laughs> I think your internet's cactus. Um, Scott Drinkwater. So um, uh, anyway, so yeah, he's he's been, he's, he's just been, he's been a shining light for the Cowboys, um, was what I was trying to say, spit it out anyway. Um, and then you look at the other extreme, how far has Tor Malolo fallen from grace? Like, oh my lord. He's um surely in the off season they'll be looking at shipping him on or trying to find somebody to pay part of his wages or something because he's he's certainly not living up to their their million dollars a year at the moment whether that's coaching whether that's um an issue that he's got with the club who only knows he did talk about it at the start of the season he was possibly looking for um for a way out but he's not helping us with super coach at the moment nor is he helping the Cowboys but look the, the Cowboys have got plenty of options um I know Helam Lukey was pretty popular a couple of weeks ago. Uh, didn't have as good a score last week as I'm sure people would have won. Um, so yeah, there's. Uh, I think the main ones there are drink water. I mean, guys like um, uh, Jake Granville, like he's been moved. He's been played just about every position on the field. He even had a crack at front row. So oh my god, I think the guy this season's had every number on his back uh, that, that you possibly can do. 
So, yeah, look, the Storm players, if Munster backs up, uh, they're obviously going to be a different team. I'd be pretty keen on, if you had Munster, maybe a uh, sneaky captain option in this game. Um, but, yeah, outside of that, look, there's – I think with the Storm you could have just about anybody, but they've still got tricky buys. So I, I'm not really convinced on jumping in on anybody in these two particular teams at the moment, certainly not for my squad, but uh, other people might see things a bit differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gwen? Yeah, I do see it differently. I see two players that I think could be interesting pods. Uh, one I mentioned before the show, which was Nick Meany. He's quite costly, but um, <clears throat> I just think the Storms run. they got uh, cows. They play the Tigers in the buy round, um, but he is six ninety nine. I'm cashed up and I can do it, so it's one I'm seriously considering. <laughs> I can actually go Croker to Meany. And, um, yeah, and the other one I like as a pod is Olin. I, I really like Olam, and I think that this could be a little good run for him through the bye period. But they're, they're the only two. And, and Drinkwater I do like as well. And they and all both play the bye round, which is nice. Awesome. All right. Now, last game, Panthers versus Dragons. Surely clear is a decent captain option here. Roscoe? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think um, – I, I don't think he's going to get rested. I, I, I think he's going to play. I think uh, there's no dramas about – uh, obviously, it's risky captaining someone the last game, you know, backing up from Origin. But I, I'm pretty confident he's going to play, and um, it's definitely seriously an option. You know, it would be nice to be able to VC Hines into him, but obviously we can't mm. do that. But um, but yeah, no, I think he's going to be highly um captain this week in this game. I think um, it's a no-brainer, really. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else, Glenn? Yeah, I just point out that Targo's on the bench and he's due back. He's oh, also yeah. costly, but I don't mind the run coming up. Penrith play the Cowboys in the bye round, which is quite juicy. So you just watch him to come down a little bit. And literally nothing else other than Dylan Edwards. If you're looking for someone in your fullback area, he'd be the other one I'd be looking at. That's yeah. all, mate, really. Yeah, so, yeah, the Dragons aren't looking too overly crash hot. I saw a couple of the consistent players there, but I like I was going to say Sorensen as well. Yeah, I don't see nothing in the yeah. Dragons, and they don't play like their draw. I don't really like their draw now from here through the bye. Um, Lomax would be the only one I'd probably look at. What about um, who? Because I, I haven't seen the full team. Who's replacing Cruder in the centres then for Penrith? Who's replacing who? Stephen Crichton. Stephen Crichton. Oh, that's where I think Targo comes in. Tar- Cruder's named in the side. So he, he could play. Oh, of course he's named in the side of fourth. That's right. That's yeah, right. But sorry. Targo's on the extender bench. So watch that one with interest. I own Toho and Taruva, and I'm actually very um, considering holding Toho. If Toho doesn't play, moving it to Targo if he goes in. Just I'm, I'm, more worried, I'm more worried as a Peachy owner, to be honest with you, what they're going to do. Because I've got a feeling Peachy might be the one that gets shafted to the bench, even though yeah. he's been playing well. Yeah, I think, I think, it think, Tar- I think it's going to be a straight swap if Targo's. If Critter plays, Targo plays, and I think Peachy's the one who drops to the bench. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's that's the obvious choice. Um, yeah. But it's more – I think they're all going to play it by year and see how Critter pulls up after Origin, really, as well. So uh, I think the obvious choice is definitely Peachy drops out to the bench uh, and then, yeah, and then go from there. But, um, yeah, like I said, it's definitely an option to give uh, Critter a wreck if he needs it. So, But I just think for those who are looking to – maybe look to sell Peachy if he doesn't and he, you're obviously not going to know till the last game, potentially, too, because we're an hour before the last game. But do hold him because, you know, they played round 16. He'll probably start that round, two, and he's still got cash to be made. Mm. So I wouldn't be selling him. 
Their extended bench is Jack Cogger, Garner, Jenkins, Eisenhower, Henry, Targo, and Lee. Yeah, see, they're covering all their origin players. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm very careful. Because the teams that have a lot of origin players, you know, they're naming 24-man squad. Yeah, I think they'll rest a lot of Panthers myself. I think Isaiah owes a chance to get rested. <laughs> Not that he's super coach relevant. Yeah, I reckon you'll find that's why they've got Garner in there. Mm. He's draft relevant though, so some people probably have him in their draft side. So yeah, yeah, definitely be wary. Right. Question wise, I've, I've still got Sonny Luke in my team. Um, it's not a position that I really want to trade this week, and obviously he's not going to lose me anything, but it looks like at this stage I may have to play him for his uh, 15 points or whatever he's going to get me. Um, is there uh, is there a world where, with Jake Turpin obviously named, and there's all the talk that he's going to be an 80-minute hooker for the Roosters while Smith is out? Uh, very similar price tag at the moment. I think um, I think Turpin is um, he's only about 230K, so it's basically a straight swap. I don't know if I do yeah, it. This is, that, is that one wor- worth trading? Uh, there's some rumour that Kenny, uh, sorry, um, Mitch Kenny will go to lock if Yo doesn't play and that Sonny Luke will play. And there was also rumours around that Sonny Luke was training in the lower grades to play bigger minutes ready for this. So I, I, I personally think that Sonny Luke versus the Dragons this week will have at least 50 minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing I will say, though, is um, like in, that trade I'd normally say no to. Like, um, But I know you're in a position where you have tons of trades. So you you have those disposable trades. If you've got those extra trades and you're happy to burn them, I don't mind that. But like I said, I think Glenn's right. Maybe wait one week. Yeah. Oh, but then if you copy him this week, then you never know. You've got to kind of risk it this one, I guess. But in a in normal situation, I'd take the hit on the trades. And the, the way I'm looking at it this week, I've, I've probably got bigger fish to fry in uh, Tomoko mm. before he loses me 100 and something else K this week. Um, regardless of whatever he scores, he's going he's to lose a bucket load of cash. So... Um, yeah. And then I've also got Jack Bird, who's out. So I, I really need <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, that's the games wrapped up. So, Glenn, mate, do we have some questions, mate? Here we yeah, have some we have a few, mate. Questions. So the first one was from Alan um, Wright, we, our lovable Alan. Potential cheapies to cover last two big buy rounds. So he's looking for someone cheap that plays. So it's got to be either out of eels, tiger, sharks and dogs, because they're the only ones that play both last two buy rounds. Yeah, what's that um, cheapie from um, Bulldogs? Oh, he just got named this week as well. Blake, Blake Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Is he gonna do? How? What do you reckon his minutes are gonna be? Like his uh, job security is like. Is there anyone that's out? But Ado Car back. Yeah, he, I don't like it. Yeah, no, I, like I, it I, I can't. I can't see Ado Car not backing up from Origin unless mm. he, unless he's got a twinge or something. Like he'll come in. I just, I don't, I don't think there's anyone from anyone any of those teams that are gonna play those buys that are gonna be cheap. I. It's well, yeah, he's saying cheap. Still one, 50 cheap. K, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> the, the one that the one that I noticed, but I don't play both. Is um, semi uh, Balabai has been named for the Cowboys this week. I don't know how cheap he is. The, you know, the bloke used to play for Canberra. He's been named, yeah. but Cowboys have got the buy. I think sixteen. Not sure if they play nineteen though either. There's not really anyone else there. Um, no, I, I, no, I think cheap is cheap is might be in the forwards. The, the, only one is, uh, the only one, the other one you mentioned in the forwards, Danny, is that bloke from that solo bloke from uh, the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. But they don't. But again, they don't play round sixteen either. Uh, 
Yeah, I think um, the best thing to do for those cheapies, and this is my personal belief, is I always wait until right before round 16. Yeah. And you look at the team that gets named, you look at those cheapies there, and you, you, you get your guns now, and then you get your cheapies right before when you get the three trades. So you know that security, yeah. they're, they're being named. You get them there, and if they're playing like the Bulldogs or Tigers or whatever, like the, the teams that are playing those two buy rounds, that's when you jump on. Um, it's probably best to wait because it's so risky going early, and then all of a sudden something happens, and they're not getting named at all. Like, look at some of the things being thrown up by the, ro- by the Roosters alone. Like, Junior Polo's has been uh, dropped. Um, even uh, even with um, Fare, too, from Dolphins, too, a lot of people jumped on him. We had 20,000 jump on him early, and look what happened to him. Exactly. So he's on the bench again this week. He's on the bench last week. Yeah. And so my my suggestion is literally wait to get those teepees in until right before that round when the team list gets named. That was literally my advice to him in the yeah. chat. Yeah. That was exactly what I said. Maybe I read, maybe I read it without realizing it and just sort of giving me your advice. <laughs> you took the credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one's from Sam Panetta, and I, I like this question. He says Nakora or Tarpany. I know how I would go, but I'm interested what you guys say. Oh, it's in the core all day for me. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's a no-brainer. Plays both buys, plays 80 minutes. You're paying for the minutes. You know what I, I mean? I think the only, the only plus with Tapané is obviously his duel, so you can put him, you can flick him back and forwards. If you've got three or four of those guys like I've got at the moment, it, it's a pretty handy thing. Yeah. Um, like I, I've got uh, Tahu Harris, I've got the horse, I've, uh, I've actually got Sean Kepi still as one of my bench front row forwards, so... Being able to flick those guys up and down has been really handy in this uh, buy period. Yeah. So look, it's um that's a plus for for Joey Taps, but um but and yeah, I'd, lock, which is yeah, and, yeah, that's exactly right. But this is a question I'm looking at myself literally right now. Uh, my yeah. second row options and, and who's worth bringing in. Nakora plays sixteen. He plays nineteen. He plays eighty minutes. In, in my yeah. opinion, you're paying more minutes is more opportunities to get scoring stats. You know what I mean? So that's a simple one. So he scores. Is, he scores tries. He does, and his base is really good as well. Like, he's averaging 72. I had a look at him today. So the next one, I, I, I'll let you answer this because I don't like this one at all. It's Daniel Michael, and he says, is DWZ an option? He said, I like the right-hand side against the upcoming teams, against the, uh, including the Dragons left, which I agree. But he said, I'll be moving forward on to getting bio duels. So forward to DWS, guys, yes or no? Hey. VWS is too inconsistent in my life. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I'll say. On his day, like we saw what he can do. On his yeah. day, he gets the big scores. But uh, uh, he's so inconsistent as well. So and he, also, one thing as well, he's a bit of a hothead too. So he has an option. He has a tendency to get suspended as well. So so I'm just going to say, he's got to break even to minus two. Um, he has an average of 67, which obviously inflated by last week's score. Because if you look at those other scores, it's a 36, 38, 52, and a 50. Yeah, totally. But he did get a 99 against Melbourne. So... That just, shows, that just proves that point. He's inconsistent. You don't know what you're going to get out of him. Yeah. 558's a lot to pay for a bloke that doesn't have a base. The Warriors um, play a lot of forwards, play a lot through the forwards too. The next mm. question uh, we've already answered on the thing was Norfoluma. Sorry, Nofo. I, I think he's a good pod. But I think based on points per dollar, there's better out there, um, personally, and Stafford Tower on the other yeah. edge. Yeah. What's what's he at at the moment? Any idea off the top of anyone's head? No, folk? No, I can't remember. It was 590 or... Uh, it's just below 600. Yeah, I don't know five... that because it was one of my options this week as a sneaky pot option. Um, yeah. But the draw scared me away a little bit. Um, but the only... So I guess this is why I was concerned. Like, 
Well, that's why I like the Tigers because they've only got one more buy game left, and that's round 17, and then they have the rest of the game. That's two Tigers players. I know you, you get the risk with the Tigers player, but you also get the security of having the rest of the game tip of one. So, um, there was one more question. Oh, it says, What's your go to takeaway? What? Uh, Peter Waltman wants to know what our go to takeaway is. So, mine's Thai. <laughs> Oh, jeez. That's very nice of you to want to eat with your son, mate. That's, uh, oh, not that <laughs> That's tight. Not tight. <laughs> I like it. I love 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 it. I I'm not sure I mean, if you're going to use that, but I'm like, all you can eat, as you can clearly tell, my gut here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got three little kids, so it's basically anywhere that sells chips and nuggets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> McDonald's and KFC then. That's all I mean, it could be anywhere. Anywhere that sells chips and nuggets. <laughs> all right, that's all the questions done, guys. So let's move on to trade talk. So we'll start with you, Roscoe, mate. Any trades you're looking at this week, mate? Well, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning trades for fun at the moment, but hey, it's fun, isn't it? Um, so at the moment, I'm looking at uh, Latrell out for probably Talakai at this stage. Um, and the other one's going to be um, hammer out to um, uh, Bateman by Jules. Okay. A bit different. It's one of those ones you probably won't hear very often being said around, so a bit potty, which is good. Uh, Timmy, hey, mate, what are we looking at? Uh, at the moment, boys, looking at Matt Tomoko and Jack Bird out for uh, Karaz and either Bateman or Rick Nakora. Okay. Like it. And um, Glenn, mate, what are you looking at? Yes, yeah, so I'm going forward to Nakora, and then I'm not 100% sure if I, I – part of me wants to hold Toho because if he doesn't back up, I was thinking about going to Targo as a pod. But I can also go Toho to Meany or Croker to um, either Karaz or Stapatoa. And I, I was leaning to uh, Stapatoa based on points per dollar and the um, break even. But Karaz oh, – both of them play both buys, so that was interesting too. So that, that they're the ones I'm looking at. What's the price difference between Stafford Tower and uh, Karaz? That eighty k, I think it was. Star uh, Karaz was cheaper, four forty or so something. So four eighty four. So yeah. So, so I think Karaz is usually base of around about fifty. What about so, so has Tower got a base? Has got like a decent base at all? I'll, I'll check that out for you while you're doing the next thing. Yeah. So uh, my my trades this week, um, got um, got um one of those lucky ones that has Sloan in my team. So Sloan's going to be gone. Um, and Jetski Gajeski is going to be gone as well. So I'm looking to bring in um, Koala Matangi as my uh, in my second row. Uh, and then that doesn't leave me very much cash really to um, bring anyone else in. So I'm looking at Billy Smith. Uh, still at a low break even there, uh, playing for the Roosters. So um, we know what he can do, but I think it's a deep, he's around the 365 mark. So definitely a cheaper option there. Um, but I think it's an upgrade from Sloan. So. Dan, you're not concerned about Koala's uh, 112 break even? Like, I, he's a player that I just literally looked at five minutes ago myself. Um, I'm thinking if I can, at this rate, this week, I think I've probably got to hold forward. But then if I uh, if I bring in Bateman over Nakora this week, then next week I can turn forward into Koala Matangi um, after he probably loses 20 or 30K. Yeah, I'm not really too concerned on break-evens at all at this point of the year. Um, my salary cap's around the probably 14.8 mil at the moment. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, so I'm happy to stick around and just look for those points. Um, at the moment, um, I'm sitting in a good position so I can keep and maintain those points and then 
hopefully make a run for the the golden prize at the end of the year. So, yep, fair uh, call, mate. Yeah, but the other thing, sorry, the other thing is with um like if I got guys, who do I go to? And then like oh, I'm gonna lose more money from guys than I would from Killer if Killer gets a nice 80, 90 points or whatever, or hoping he gets a decent score against the um they're playing they're playing against the um. Gold Coast. So mm-hmm. if if he gets a decent score, which is eighty or ninety, he doesn't lose as much as what Goz does. Um, yeah. So to me, it's about the same even trade, but getting more points out of that. So. Oh yeah, I just meant uh, in, instead of going Koloa um going someone like a Bateman or Nakora or whatever. If um, Nakora is seven hundred and eight thousand, so um, yeah, yeah. I, I believe, yeah, so um. I, I just... yeah, I've got the option. The reason why I'm asking, I've got the option this week. Like I've got 770k in the bank, so I can basically bring in anybody. So, mm. uh, but then when I sat there looking at some of the BEs, some of those boys I can probably hold a week, bank some cash, and then turn forward into whoever I want next week. Mm. So that was that was more the reason why I was asking whether there was a particular reason why you were going him over over Bateman or um, some of the other high guys. So I'll give you these numbers on Stafford Tower. They're actually not as pretty as I, I like. So his base is 27, which is pretty much yeah. on par with a lot of uh, centre wings. But he's he's, he's averaging uh, 56. He's 0.78 is his PPM. But these are some of his scores, right? 14, 26, 32, 53, 83, 47, 40, 58, and 152 in that game where we sort of... Uh, so you take out that 152 and his average is sitting at about... 3540. That's right. That's, that's not great. That's why I, that's why I asked for the comparison. So I'm saying is it worth the extra 80k less to go Toa over um Karaz? Yeah, that's right. Uh so his price point is actually uh five seventy two. Toa's five seventy two. Yeah. Shit. Well he's a no go then. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. I, I don't know if that's right because I remember looking at him and I'm sure I wouldn't have gone anywhere near nah, him. I'm pretty sure he's quite expensive. Yeah, but I don't think it's that expensive. But I don't think it was that expensive. I've got it here, actually. I've got it backed up. He's 572. He is. Yeah, far out now. Forget that. Yeah, that's... Chuck that option out the window. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez, I like looking at my back line this week. Hey, Dan, we can't hear you, buddy. Me? Oh, Dan. Dan. Yeah, Dan. All right. Well, I'll have to take over quickly until his voice comes back in. So quickly, we'll do vice captains and captain options. So what are you looking at for your vice captain and captain, Timmy? Uh, no idea, mate. Ask Ross first. Give me 30 Ross? seconds. What are uh, you for, uh, for Peter, if he plays VC into Cleary, it's a no-brainer for me. Okay, so I'm looking at Manu VC and um, Cleary C, um, but poss- or Vafita and Manu. They're my two. Uh, Dano, Dan's looking at Cleary as his captain. <laughs> and more, more than likely for feeder as my um my vice captain. Yeah, copycat. <laughs> yeah, you can tell by his scoring supercoach has been copying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, I, I got no idea. I, I do like for feeder, uh possibly the sneaky pod on Asako again this week. I was gonna uh, say that. I was just about to say that. Isako is sneaky option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against that. the Warriors on that outside edge. Yeah, he, he, is, he is a sneaky option there. Um, I do like the Joey Manu one. Uh if he's if he's still at 5'8. I'd love Joey Manu if he was playing fullback. That would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, let's wait and see. But no, I think um I think Fafita against the the Bunnies is probably up for a really big game if he backs up. Depends really on how many minutes he plays tomorrow night. 
So do you remember yeah. what I said in the chat last week? I said under no circumstances I'm selling Grant to Cook, right? My plan trade. Yeah, this week, you fullback. You said it. And you did it. I, I was going to go Toho to Izako or Marzu. And then I thought, no, I'm not going Marzu because you've got the buy next week. So I'm going Izako. I said it to Dan. And then I changed my mind and I went Grant to Cook. And I was like, mate, my son actually went for a walk because I was that frigging wound up <laughs> uh, at, at Izako in that game. Like, I was. Oh, so sorry, Glenn. Sorry, hey, sorry, Glenn. If it makes you feel any better, I, I had two options. Do I go Adam Elliott at the pod? Or do I go Marzu? You know which way I went, don't you? Oh, no. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got fucking 38 points. <laughs> but I, I, I'm built well going forward, and I'm really happy about that. So that's the upside. I've got, I've got good coverage for the next few rounds, just not for the round coming. That's awesome. the problem. Yeah, a lot of people are going to get hurt this round. With You've got Knights out, you've got Manly out, you've got Eels out, and then the Dolphins not backing up, and then whoever doesn't back up. And plus Croker too. Yeah. And Croker's out as well, yeah. Well, that's mm. who I'm selling, Croker, to um, uh, Karaz now. Mm. Yeah, I think um, one thing, if, if, if you had a, a fail this week uh, or last week, um, like we most of us did, um, it's really it's probably the best week to fail. Prepare for the run home. Prepare early. Get the, yeah. the round uh, 16 and 19 and then prepare for those. And that way you're yeah. set for the run home. And you that's what, especially when you're low on trades, I'm not overly too low. I'm about 20 trades left. But like, yeah, you want to make sure you're set up and that way you've you got those trades for injuries and you're ready to go. So, um, but in, in Timmy's position right now where he's trade heavy, you yeah, got, I you, you got, can after do trades, trades this week. After trades this week, I still got 21. Yeah, that's it. So um, that's pretty pretty solid. Um, and that's pretty, you can make you can take a few risks and afford to take a few in and out trades, and and that can be the difference. So, the good thing is too is with the, with the um, sharks as well. Not only do they um have a good run coming up, but I think the guys like Talakai, Montalo, Kennedy, and the core and that they they're actual general keepers to the end. You don't want to be bringing guys in that are just covering sixteen and nineteen <laughs> and then wasting trades to trade them out if they're not going to be your team at the end. You need to. Be looking past nineteen and sixteen now too, yeah, and that's exactly the reason why I've avoided. Um, I'm taking the hit with the AE because I've got Ponga and Latrell. Mm. So I always like, I'm, oh, sorry, Dan. I'm taking the hit on Latrell and the, getting an AE just because I don't want to have to. If I, I what am I going to do? Go Latrell to say Dylan Edwards or or Kennedy, yeah. and then now I'm stuck with no gun fullback besides Ponga, which can be risk. So I'm trying to save that trade <laughs> and take an AE. I have to play a last one out of three players. I, I just want your advice what you think, guys, on this. So it's between Smith, Hayes, Perham, or Stefano. I'm, I'm leaning towards leaving Stefano out, actually, and playing Perham and Smith based on the minutes. Yeah, I think so. Perham, again, I think the Roosters are leaking a lot of points to fullbacks as well. Perham's been averaging really nicely. Yeah. He, he, he really has. But Is Stefano, top, gee, top, he has. Top super coach scorer for the Bulldogs, I think. Or he's certainly up there in their top point scorers yeah. for the Bulldogs. So yeah, well, I, I just had a look. He has played. He's played two more games than Karaz. I just had to look myself. Yeah. Um, so I think he was a hundred points in front of Karaz, but he's played two more games. Right. Because uh, I questioned that that trade myself as a as a pod going Parham instead of Karaz. But I know the fact that he's played two more games is um yeah. The, what worries me about leaving out Stefano is that if someone's a laid out then I'm, I've not played him. But at, at the end of the day, I just get him as the AE anyway. So it kind of, yeah. I was hey, Dan, so who's your other 518? Is it Manu and uh, Dylan Brown? Uh, I've got, I got D Brown and Katoa, mate. Manu's in my centre wing. Yeah, me too. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
So I've got five eights everywhere, mate. I've got a five eight at fullback, I've got a five eight in center wing, I've got two five eights in the five eight position. I got like five center wing fullback duels in my team. <laughs> <at the moment. laughs> yeah, we all have. Mm-hmm. Just the money. Mm-hmm. All righty, guys. Before we wrap up, anything else we want to say before we close up? Uh, so the off the bench will do a um, podcast tomorrow night uh, for a team. Thursday, you um, goose. Tomorrow, not so cheesy. You don't hate yourself, mate. Thursday, <laughs> the off the bench crew will do a podcast covering <laughs> Origin and the teams for the round coming. Can I just hey, mention one thing? Thanks, fearsome <laughs> leader. Do we think Freddie's telling the tooth or what? Mm-hmm. Telling the tooth. <laughs> About Cleary. Like, it's, it's no. a worry. We've already lost for a trail. It's the mind game. Bring on the mind games. Let's go. Yeah, all right. We'll see. I hope I hope <laughs> it's not. Um, and the AJ set cut, we still got to do the scores. So sorry about the belated. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's ready to go now. It's all, right, all up there, ready to go. So oh, yeah, off the yeah. bench is up to four. Yeah. Let's go, boys. Good, good, week, good week for us. We're up into fourth and we've put some uh, put some distance on fifth, fifth even. So maybe we're I don't need to pay behind third now, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, we're doing well. We're doing well. It was a big week for the off the bench, boys. It's uh, yeah, quite yeah, yeah, things today. paid off. A shout out to Dave one and two for a cracking score this round too. What did you get eleven eighty or something this round too? So eighty nine. Yeah, nice well done, Dave. Yeah, one person. Well, I won't say that. I'll leave it till after the party. <laughs> <laughs> one person did score a thousand. That was me. <laughs> well, I was going to say someone. Um, I, I won't say it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, how about them Broncos? They've been playing awesome. Go Broncos. Love them. Yeah, go Broncos. Hey, can I just mention that uh, I'm really impressed that Dan's wearing a maroon shirt tonight. Uh, Unfortunately, I left mine upstairs and uh, the wife's been crooked, so I didn't have a chance to go through the cupboard and grab my maroon. I'm really impressed that Dan is wearing maroon tonight. Thanks very much, Dan. Thanks for your support. Yeah, it's one of those disposal ones you use for toilet paper afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to go put it in the shed to learn a bit All right, guys, are we finished or are we going to All done, boys. Oh, no, we'll just talk crap all day. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, guys, thanks. for tuning in. And we'll tune in next week. And um, go Blues. Go the thanks Blues. Thanks for boys. Stay safe. Be good. So you want to be a champion? Oh, no. Now the knee. Well, that was at Manu. What's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. It's the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. And then just takes off. Oh, what a beauty. So, you pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end. Or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a try.